If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites according to a recent Indeed survey. With Indeed, everything hiring is all in one place and it makes it so easy. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences each day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. The more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join the more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. Just go to Indeed.com slash podcast right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Indeed.com slash podcast. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Hello, hello. Here we hello. go. Three, two. You got Bam. the camera. You got the cameras rolling? Roll. One, two. Okay. Cameras. I'm live. Welcome to the Sci-Fi Side. Under the Believe Podcast Network, y'all. It is a podcast about black science fiction. Okay? You supposed to say black science fiction. Black, black science, science fiction. fiction. Okay. After me. Okay. See, we can't fix this in editing. It's a podcast about black science fiction. Black science fiction. Black fantasy. Black fantasy. And staying on the same page as a family. family. This is our 100th episode of this podcast. Before we even had TikTok, we had this podcast. Yeah. Um, so we are very excited that we have not killed each other <laughs> by 100 episodes. And we are calling this episode Listener Love because we're going live and talking to beautiful people just like yourselves. Before we get started about talking talking about how to run a podcast, how Ben hates my fake eyelashes, how... Um Amber is a control freak. How Amber is a very freaky girl, but when it comes to control. Before we get started on all that, I want everybody to type right now in the chat where you are joining us from. Yeah, tell us where you're joining from. Because it is... It's, it feels so good when people are like, I, I live in Trinidad and I love you. But Maybe also, I'm it also feels good if you live in Athens, where we're right now. So, like, yes. wherever... You, yes. Wherever you are, that's where the home is. We are joining you live right now. My mama's DC, upstairs in Texas, Athens, Georgia. Hey, Houston. another Texas in the building. I've never been to Texas. Me that's either. Shameful. We should go. Should we, we go? Should if we should go to Texas, should we go not during the summer? Because I'm sure it's very hot. Colorado. Ooh. North Carolina. I'm come about on. to go to Colorado for the first time. We're going to drive through it. I've never been. Yes, never y'all. Been. We've Charlotte, mapped out our New LA York. trip. New York, Cali, California. <laughs> you see what your mother-in-law put? <laughs> yeah. She's joining us downstairs. from downstairs. Savannah. I want to go to Savannah. And I want to go downstairs. Island. I'm kidding. Austin, Norfolk, 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 Norfolk. Okay, Norfolk, we're, we're live now. All right. Norfolk, Keep Virginia. the love coming in um, at the very top of the show. Y'all keep typing, keep interacting. We're going to ask y'all to interact throughout the entire evening tonight. But the first thing I want to know uh, no. The first thing I want to ask you, Ben, could you share really briefly why we decided to come up with this super niche podcast, the Sci-Fi Sci Podcast, which is dedicated to sci-fi and fantasy, but only by black authors and black directors. Hit I, it. I have no meaning without science fiction and fantasy. Literally, I just got off a book discussion with an L.A. comic book club because we're moving to L.A. and it was virtual. So I have no meaning. I can have meaning if we were to break up. Right, you give me more meaning, but you know, if we were if you also, were to pass away suddenly, I could still find meaning in life. You don't remember the song "Cater to You," where she's like, "My life would be purposeless without you." Yeah, you don't feel that way about no, me. No, I, I think first of all, 
I think that's sort of true, right? Like, if you didn't have comedy, your life wouldn't have meaning. That's true. You could still have meaning without me. I give you more meaning, but it's the great thing of comedy that allows you to have a a, a life, essentially. What? So science fiction and fantasy is my life. You okay. are part of it. Okay. So my point is, is that because it's so important to me, and because you are so important to me, I wanted to combine the two. And because of your black identity, we decided to read only black authors to, um, one, make you feel more inclusive within this adventure of science fiction and fantasy. So that's where it, the whole uh, part came from. Yes, prior to reading sci-fi and fantasy I, w- by black authors, I had never read that in the genre. So I was a girl that was reading, you know, satire, memoir, self-help, all of that. So Ben was like, Amber, can we please run a sci-fi and fantasy podcast? I love science fiction. I love fantasy. Like A lot and of I, and, abuse and I want You, you like reading a lot of abuse. He calls it, Ben calls it my trauma porn. Trauma like porn. when I'm watching Amber something with porn. like child brides and shit. Child brides. I, I eat that shit for breakfast, lunch, and dinner. Children locked in basements. Oh, sign me up. I don't know. Maybe something's wrong with me, but those are the kind of books that I like reading. And so Ben was like, well, I want you to watch more sci-fi and fantasy with me. Let's do this podcast. And I was like, please, no, please. And I said, we'll do it as long as we do black authors, because then I would have nothing to add to the podcast, which I say that to say, if you are somebody out there who is creating a podcast like one one of the listeners um they they we're gonna ask y'all questions live as Mm -hmm. well but one of the listeners told me like hey i'm interested in starting a podcast like kind of just about nothing um like how should i get started whatever i would highly recommend look me in my eye i would highly recommend do not Start a podcast about nothing. Yeah. Okay. That's the quickest way <laughs> for the podcast to fail. Like what need is your podcast feeling? Everything doesn't have to be meaningful all at once. Like everything doesn't have to be everything everywhere all at once. But when, when I talk to people and they're like, my podcast is about relationships. I'm like, uh, okay. Like single and looking for relationships. You've been married 20 years relationships, like get specific queer relationships. Uh, somebody's behind bars relationships. Get specific with it. Don't mm-hmm. just, don't just try to say like, I want to do a podcast about absolutely nothing because then it's like, well, what gives? What yeah. would you say? I absolutely a hundred percent. 100%. The other important thing about running a podcast, if you decide to run a podcast is whether you want to do solo or if you want to be a co-host. And mm. Amber does everything solo. I mean, honestly, someone asked, okay, why we're we moving to LA? And it's really because of your LA like comedy career. Like if you want to do comedy, you want to do writing, you want to do TV, LA is a really important move. Like recently we had a, a um, you had a friend from Chicago, Caleb Her- Hernan, right? Heron. Maybe Heron? we shouldn't, if you don't know his name, just, just say a friend. Well, a friend, <laughs> but he, he's like, he was Chicago based, right. moved to LA, and now he's like writing for. Yes. He like wrote for Human Resources and like really great shows. There were other people that we met in LA who um, moved that Chicago to LA and they just ended up getting more opportunities. So that's why you're moving because yeah. of your solo. You saw a question say that. Yeah, there was a question. So that's the solo part of you. But um, you have to decide whether you want to do a podcast solo, which you would be great at a solo podcast. But now you, you have to co host with me. My my disorganized ass. Here's the thing. Okay. For those of you who went to public school, right, you remember the worst day 
in your life yeah. is the day that the teacher will assign a group project. Group project. And be, that's because you sometimes, if you're very organized, like calendars and routines, if you're like me, throw some hearts out. If you're like me, you hate you hate group projects because people do not work as hard as you, correct? Now, people like Ben love group projects because they can rely on the other people to pick up their slack. Throw a heart in the chat if you are like Ben. You're like, great, I can't wait for group projects. Yeah. So it wasn't, I'm just kidding, Ben. It wasn't that I don't like hosting with you. I'm just the kind of bitch that when I decide to do something, I'm going to stay up till 3 a.m. to get it That's done. True. I'm going to get it done no matter what. And I have to snap my fingers at you sometimes. Yeah. So it was two fingers. So one of our listeners asked one time, like when y'all first started the podcast, was it hard or did y'all have to find a groove? I'm going to say this co-hosting a podcast with somebody else is going to be very hard in the beginning especially if you don't love that person down right like mm, so yeah, i would yeah, have I everybody type right now somebody that you would start a podcast with maybe it's your parent maybe it's your sibling maybe it's your cousin like you got to think about somebody that like if this person doesn't meet deadlines if they don't pull their weight like am i still gonna love them am i still gonna try to figure out how to work with them so i think that was I, I, in a lot so, of ways, someone this, said, "God, I would start a podcast with God." I, I that, know that's right. That podcast would do really freaking well. By the way, I think uh, Laura, Laura. That's Laura Lynn. Laura Lynn. Yes, I just think yes. Podcasting. Thank you, Exec Pride, Rachel. Podcasting is like a full time job. So, wouldn't you want to go find somebody that's like, this is somebody I really like working with, and like. This is what they bring. This is what I bring. Because you also don't want to get on a podcast with somebody who just agrees with everything you say. Like, what are y'all going to talk about? Yeah. I mean, Shay Lopez is sort of with you. She said, nobody. I need too much control and I don't like people in my way. And that's, I mean, that's what Ask Amber was, is that you mm. got full control over that. I got full control, but I still, and, and Ask Amber's coming back September 8th, y'all. But I got full control but I could still interact with people in the audience, yeah. you know? So I like, I like organized chaos, organized chaos. Whereas I think sometimes you just like chaos, but I truly think that this podcast has brought us a lot closer together. Oh yeah. Because one, we're forced to watch movies together more and read more books together. Like we kind of used to do that on our own and we still have some stuff that like I like to go watch without Ben. Cause you know, he'd be talking shit about my reality TV. Yeah, but I think that this podcast literally made us listen back to episodes and be like, oh, my God, I talk over you a lot. Yeah. That's my problem. Uh, Aqua Forshadi says a podcast with my en enemy would be kind of fun. And that's sort of what this podcast has become. You're both my enemy no. and my lover. But you are the biggest enemy in my life. I have no conflict <laughs> besides the conflict I have with you. I guess so that's kind of true. I really don't. I don't really fuck with anybody. Nobody really fucks with me besides you. I know, like, I, I always tell Ben, like, if we ever broke up, you ain't going to have no friends because all your friends you met through me. I mean, besides the science fiction book club or, like, the... They don't the they don't bang book. with you. E even they would say, like, dang, you did her, you did her dirty. Like, it's, it's time okay, for you to go. So I want to talk about doing you dirty because there's this question we got here is, you know, why do I hate your fake eyelashes? Someone asked that, and they asked it again. And I just I want to be very clear is I don't hate your fake eyelashes. I don't hate them. Actually, I truly enjoy them. I just hate them when you've worn them for six months, you know, in the same way, I don't hate your underwear, but when you wear it for a week, I'm going to say something, right? That's so ironic because you, you know what? Never mind. 
What do you know? Say what you're going to say. What are you going to say about? It's, it's ironic to me that you hate someone wearing something past a week. What does that mean? What, what, it what means do I you wear, wear shit past a week. A beside, yes, they're called glasses. <laughs> you know I ain't talking about glasses. Speaking, speaking of wearing shit all the time, we actually did have another question come through the pipeline. Someone asked me what I thought about Ben's terry cloth green suit. Y'all know the one we talked about. So I, I need to back all the way up. See, they know. Y'all, now sound off. Y'all know Ben be rocking them same fits and them same shits. But I just, okay? we have our... I Christmas mean, PJs. Until ben, they know your whole, <laughs> they know your entire closet, bro. So my my closet is a comfy closet, all right? It's called a comfy closet. I don't wear shit that I does not feel comfortable for me. I don't wear anything that doesn't feel comfortable for me. We know, we know. You know, actually very early, I'm not even going to say very early in our relationship, for I day learned... One. Day one. Early in our relationship, day one, second one, I learned, wow, this is a really special. Pull, turn them cameras out, we. This is a really special, wonderful energy and light of a person. So why does he insist on dressing like some like post-apocalyptic like you know how when the world is ending and you're like well we just gotta pack and we just gotta beat the street we can't we don't have time to change you know how when we what we all felt at the when the pandemic first started like that we it was about to get real post-apocalyptic ben insists on rocking that when he has the funds to just go buy a new shirt so i really had to unpack like wow i love this person down but he will wear basketball shorts to the opera and i've been told time and time again that I'm a bit of a control freak and I'm not trying to control him. But Ben, why do you, why would you wear basketball shorts when we go on dates? Like, I, do you not love so, me? Like what's the, what's the So team? we have to be ready in all situations, right? Like you have to be ready for an apocalypse or a, an invasion. I've read enough science fiction to understand that wearing, you know, a suit is not compatible to, you know, spiking a zombie in the head or fighting off alien invaders. You know, James Bond might be able to do it, but you really can't, you know, you really can't. Sound off in the chat. Does your person, maybe that somebody that you like or somebody that you're with currently, married, newly dating, whatever, do they dress the way you would like them to dress? I actually want to know because maybe I'm alone. Maybe I'm asking too much. Ben said comfort is key. I did. It's, I, it's fucking locked. I, I think also you <laughs> cannot, I understand, you cannot have a conversation about, you know, dress and style between a white person and a black person without talking about race, obviously, right? right? Because I wear my comfy style and I look relaxed, right? People are like, oh, Ben looks chill. He looks relaxed. And if... You know, you go out with like sweatpants. You, we were gonna are gonna be referring to you with like racialized terms, right? And they do every day, like you know, when people wear bonnets to the airport, when people wear fuzzy slides, you're you're looked down upon. What what you laughing about? <laughs> exact, what did the exact say? prod. Rachel said, "I call my husband my Ken doll because I dress him, and he can, and he can pull it off." <laughs> Rachel Pride, tell me the secret sauce that's, to that's letting so your husband even dress you. Letting your husband even dress you. Because, Ben, I, I have actually let it go. I've learned to just be like, you know what? We're going out. And if I look good and people don't think we're together, fine. 
Uh, husband is open to clothing suggestions, but only to a point. Black girl, white husband. Yep. Right. So I, th- I think there's an element in which <laughs> if you're a white dude... In in America, you got all the privilege you need. Yeah, so and why so why put on a nice why why put on more shirt. privilege with a privileged shirt? Like I got when, all when black pri- people wear like a baseball cap to a bar and then be told like no hats, yeah, no yeah, hats, no hats. So you know we we tread very lightly sometimes. So maybe so maybe I don't know. Maybe I'm leaning too much and enforcing, uh, you know, respectability politics on you. But you can wear a nice collared shirt every now and then that is how i feel ben how do we combat um speaking of fighting talk a little bit about recording the podcast when we're upset with each other oh yeah so <laughs> we, we don't we don't you can't and that's the thing getting back to this whole point if you're going to make a podcast or really do anything with anybody right you can't go out to a club mad at someone you know you need to work at, oh you going to the club i'm just saying you can't do anything without with with being upset with right. someone right like you can't go to church being upset with someone my dad would always say that. i think like lots of people go to church being I, mad at their spouse yeah but you can't uh, yeah you're probably. just sitting there receiving the word and then afterwards you're like change but i guess doing i guess creating something or doing something or like being part of a team it you're it's gonna explode so if we have some sort of beef with each other and it, we haven't beat that beef out and seasoned it and fried it and put it on a sandwich Braised. and then ate it mm-hmm. and then and then x and then pooped out what we couldn't use for our body See. then i'm trying to go with the metaphor I, I if we have you. beef and it's not and it's uncooked beef unseasoned beef that's just sitting there rotting you got to do something with that beef right first. whereas before we had the podcast we might just be mad at each other for a couple of days so i like it but we used to sit out every week to record the podcast at the exact same time and if we were mad at each other at that time we were fucked because it's like yeah. well let's we got to do it another time the vibe was going to be off um so I want to get a little bit more specific for a second. For those of you, please drop a heart in the chat or just say, me, 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 if you are somebody who is interested in running a podcast. Because, um, so so sound off there. A big thing about running a podcast, I promise you, is making an outline. Like, I want you to think about podcasting like uh, teaching a lesson, okay? Yeah. So never just go in just being like, oh, I'll just or walk in there. I freestyle anything. with the kids. It's like, no, 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 no. Yep. There should be, like, if you think about your favorite podcast in the world they have segments yeah. right they have sections and breakdowns research. they're doing research especially if, if a podcast is like you know like a crime junkie or something like you got to have like very clear segments and uh, audiences like consistency right oh you okay ben yeah just, ben just kicked so the camera over there our artwork for byrie said uh, ben you always go a little left but he's got the spirit see yeah. again artwork by Reese. that is why i I like to work <laughs> solo, but if I have to work with anybody, I'm, I'm glad it's you to bring that full circle. Somebody pre-submitted a, a question and it said on a scale of one to 10, one being super easy and 10 being very, very, very difficult on a scale from one to 10, uh, you know, how difficult is it to maintain a podcast? Oh, 10, 10. It's even 10, now 10. It's very difficult. Why? I think, I think it's 11 when you first get started but because there's no money into it right like when you first get started when you first get started there's no money and actually getting to this point 
is that when you start a podcast, you have to buy software. So you have to buy the programs, <laughs> and that could be Audacity, PreSonus, Studio 5, which is what we use. And then you have to learn that program. Mm -hmm. And then you have to learn how to add music to that program. Then you have to you know, find a certain kind of intro music. And you're constantly editing and trying to make it better. Then you make a visual component. But leading up to those things, you don't make any money on podcasting. Right. And even now, we're like, yeah, I guess, I mean, we haven't, depending on the ads and stuff, you make mm -hmm. ads based on every thousand downloads you get, and you get like 18 to 25 bucks for every thousand downloads. Mm -hmm. So if you have 25,000 downloads, which is sort of a, a decent podcast, you're only getting, <laughs> getting like 450 bucks per episode. And you can't depending on where you live, if you live in a major city, it's really hard to do anything with that money. So we spend a lot of time mm -hmm. doing podcasts. And for what we do, we like to have the jumping point for our conversations to be a book or a movie. And that takes time, right? Yeah, and our so, podcast has homework. Yeah, for us at least. You don't have to uh, you know, listen to the podcast and read the books, right? Um, you can if you yeah. want, but mm -hmm. we always try to, we always make it accessible. So I think it's always work. I mean, podcasting is work, but you have to love whatever you do. So to reiterate, I, I made a video, uh, a couple of days ago explaining what hardware we use. And when I say hardware, I mean like something you can pick up and hold, right? Like these. So I broke down what mics we purchased, uh, the focus, right? Our audio box, our sound, things like that. I, I made that. And then the software is what you edit it on. I would definitely say it's important to do edits because you just never know, especially with the baby now. We try our best to do some edits. But that's why I really want to bring home the point that when you start and agree to do a podcast, do it on – no. Do – half half that pressure half that pressure do it on something that you genuinely love like I love yoga I know my podcast is not about yoga but I love yoga from the asanas to the the culture of it sometimes to the spiritual component I really love yoga so so that on the those weeks, little CBD sodas they sell at all the yoga studios that, now that's you know, commercializing it, but like the physical getting on a mat and moving and breathing by myself. The um symbol on a coffee mug. Nope. None of that. Okay. Yoga is something that I really love. And so like literally somebody type something right now. That's like something that you might not be an expert on it, but what is something you really, really love that you could talk about on a podcast? Because Forever. that is when you lose steam. I think you, you can you can learn the hardware, you can learn the software, but the hardest part about a podcast for me is staying consistent. And when it gets hard, you're like reminded like, but I actually love yoga. Yeah. And, and I think that love for sci-fi and fantasy is what has kept me and Ben going. Oh my God, wigs. Yes, oh, yeah. books. Yeah, even get more specific than that. Like what kind of books? Mental health, like something that you can literally talk about. Like I love people that love to cook. Now y'all know I can't cook. I don't, but I like to taste things. And you know, I, I like when food looks good. I would listen to a podcast on food photography. I ain't never going to do it. I ain't never going to cook the meals, but if you ever start a podcast, please, please, please do it about something that you really love and you're really passionate about because it it does take a long time to monetize. What do you so so going back to what Ben said, so monetization really comes in the ads, okay? And let me just like do a quick little breakdown. 
your what Ben said, your CPM is every 1,000 downloads. So your podcast could get $18 for every 1,000 downloads. So if that podcast only has 1,000 downloads, you only get $18. If that podcast has 5,000, we're about in the $5,000 range right now. Um, no, whoa, whoa, whoa. we are in the 5,000 listeners range right now. So, and, and, and if you have a network, they take a small cut of that. I'm hoping this is making a little bit of sense, but it takes a very long time for your podcast to monetize because it's hard. Like Ben and I were talking earlier, like, let's say you love, uh, 30 second TikToks that I make featuring me and Ben, right? It might, it's really difficult to take someone who loves that 30 seconds and drag them to another platform that's like a one hour listen, would yeah. you say? Oh, absolutely. And the, the other thing about monetization is that there's a couple steps. One, you need people that are going to pay you to advertise. And You, you mean like to, the network? Or? The, well, you need someone to broker that deal. So companies yeah. will will say, hey, we'll pay you 18 or 25 or sometimes $50 for the higher end kind of podcast for every thousand downloads. But you need someone to reach out to those companies mm -hmm. to broker that deal. Mm -hmm. And so that's a network. Generally, the a network. network will do that for you. Or if you want to do it on your own, you can do it on your own. But you have a network doing that. And then depending on how long that runs, it will end after a couple episodes. So you might be doing episodes in which you don't get paid at all because you're not running any ads. So mm -hmm. for the past like three months, we haven't run any ads. Mm -mm. Um, and those are ads that we would read. But then there's another form of monetization in which um, sort of like YouTube monetization mm -hmm. where ads will just pop up automatically. And those are ads that you do not read. And you get an even smaller amount of that. It's like inconsequential for how much money you get. Aqua Frashadi said, wait, so downloads are different from listeners? Um, no, no, sorry, uh, downloads. So that's actually really helpful. Um, so that's a great question. So a download is when anybody decides to subscribe and it mm -hmm. downloads that day or they download an episode. Um, a network, uh, for example, is someone who... Uh, dis um, they're the middleman. They're the middleman, and they usually reach out, reach out to companies to broker a deal. So our network is something called Believe. They mostly cover sports um, podcasts. There are other ones like um, NPR is a network, right? And loudspeaker. Loudspeaker <coughs> is another one. Um, Gimlet. So Gimlet is, is a big one, and those are the ones that broker deals with companies yeah. to get their the their podcasters uh, money so the network is basically like a realtor it's like yeah. here's their house you want to buy it or whatever um and we're selling the house the house is like the show or what or the listens and things like that um she believed 89 said what editing software did you say you use we use a uh, pre sonus uh studio 5 you mm -hmm. can you there's free software out there audacity any audacity is super user friendly yeah in, in i would opinion. say whatever like just find one and then use it and use it consistently. But you do need like a, a solid editing software that you download and mm -hmm. try to learn. The other you thing, never know. Sirens might come by and like, let you know, we live. Yeah. So, so a siren will come through and then, and, and, and maybe the, the accident happened at the corner near our house. So it's like, let's just pause until this, all this chaos is over and jump back in. Cause you just never know. So I had a question pre-submitted that asked about like, do I really need to edit 
The answer oh. is yes. You yes. might be loosely editing. I'm, I'm sure if you listen to our podcast now, like you're, you're not hearing a whole bunch of edits. But if our child is crying, like we're going to stop the show yeah. and, and tend to her and then try to jump back in. It also depends what kind of show you're trying to do. So we are a talk show podcast, but there are also narrative podcasts mm-hmm. in which you have someone read a short story. But then there's also thematic podcasts. For example, um, Nightlight is a short story podcast. And there's a lot of editing that goes in that. Um uh, Tanya Ransom hires uh, readers to do it. She hires people who write the stories and then she does music and also sound effects as well. So That's there's a lot. lot of editing that goes into that. And then you have a podcast like Imaginary Worlds that does themes. For example, the theme would be like Marvel movies and mentorship. So like Iron Man and Spider-Man and their mentorship, etc. or in Hawkeye. Right. And then he interviews a bunch of different people and he writes out a script, like very specific script. Those take a lot of editing and take a lot of time. And to do those kinds of podcasts, you're really going to want to like take a class on podcasting. Probably what we do is a talk show podcast on a certain topic. Right. And and that is way easier to do. But here's the thing. You know, we went to the church softball game today and I was talking to um a uh, young man, he's a senior this year, and he mm-hmm. sort of recognized us. He's like, oh, can we get a picture? I was like, absolutely. But he's a uh, friends from the church, and then I went and played basketball with him, and I was showing him about, you know, editing TikToks. He had some questions. So I was giving him some advice on that. Mm-hmm. He's like... Ooh. Oh, that... That's that's feed that's wiggles. The feed wiggles alone. See something like that, I would edit it out, but yeah, we laugh. Whatever. Yeah. So so he was asking me, you know, I really want to buy a really nice camera to start editing better videos. So for TikTok videos, I would say like videos, you don't really need a nice camera, but for podcasting, you absolutely hundred percent need nice like hardware. You need an audio box of any sort. You can buy any sort of audio box. You need. <clears throat> headphones you need microphones you can't really get around that which is shitty because it these things do cost money and it takes for a very long time to monetize and let me say this i think can you make sure that alarm's not gonna go off again that's just the my brain i think that i don't know how to check that (laughs) this is live right okay you you grab the phone. <laughs> Why don't I just give you advice on this now? You grab the phone. All right, go. <laughs> you go to the alarm section, and then you turn off the alarm. So let's try. Let's try that. <laughs> I don't know how to turn off an alarm. Uh, oh, someone, someone this is why I, I like to right, work. Someone asked alone. about uh, podcasting classes. I know NYU does a podcasting class where you could just take one. That's the only one I know that is probably pretty good because uh, it's run by this guy named Eric, um, Eric Malinsky. He runs a very, very popular podcast called Imaginary Worlds. Uh, so that is, I mean, that's the only <laughs> podcast class I know, but I'm sure there are um, other like companies that run podcasting classes for sure. Okay, so before I got interrupted by my own alarm that said feet wiggles, I I will say this. I I don't I just this is why we are good at running a podcast together because I don't think you need to take a podcasting class. And but we have different working styles. So, I so like for a talk way, show podcast, that's no that, that was my argument. But if you're doing I, something I, I like actually a, don't think okay, you need sure. to, to, to um sure. I, I I really do think that YouTube offers enough information mm-hmm. for you to learn how to set it. it might take a little bit longer maybe the podcast will say if you um 
maybe the podcast class will save you some time, but it won't save you some money and time is money. And so it just depends. But I think that you just have to be really grounded in why you started this podcast. We started the side by side podcast. Yes. That Ben loves science fiction and loves fantasy. And we want to connect more as a couple, but I really said to myself, like, I don't see black people in sci-fi and fantasy in my brain. And I want to unlearn that mindset. Mm. So, and, and I know that that will help other uh, black readers and, and people, because if I think amplifying the black creators in the genre are, is a huge greater mission and purpose. I think black people feeling comfortable being nerdy because you know, if you, if you went to public school and you did anything outside of like making a damn mixtape, you were called white, right? I was, I was interested in singing Disney show tunes and doing drama and doing improv. And I have been called an Oreo. <laughs> Let's just say I have eaten less Oreos than the times I've been called an Oreo. Right. That's Which I'm totally over. There should, we should make a support group for Oreos. You eat a lot of Oreos. I, I know, but trust me, I've been called, you're, you're white. And especially oh, yeah, yeah, with yeah, you yeah, now. Fair, fair, fair. I mean, I'm done. I fair, am fucking fair. done. Um, but I, I wanted other black people and other black nerds to know, like, you're safe with me. Come home with mama. Um, and so when the podcast got hard, that is what it came back to for me. So, and I'm not saying that classes don't work. I would probably go to a podcasting class and they would be like, bitch, you don't know anything. But I think the fact that our podcast has a mission and has goals allows me to keep fighting at it when we're not making money. That's the one. What you laughing at? You reading comments? Yeah, no, 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 no. no. I also think, okay, type in the chat right now. When it comes to like TikTok and social media, right? For the most part, the majority of your time, are you a creator or are you a member of the audience? Type, are you a creator or are you a, a member of the audience? Because I think you used to, you used to be a member of the audience and I am a creator. And one day I, 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 the creator said, all right, I need one participant to come on stage and your ass never sat down. And, and here we are, yeah. which I love. Um, but I think as a creator, everybody's like audience. Yes, a, me- a, me- <laughs> a member. Devil's Cut said a member uh, of the audience. Marsha Thomas, my beloved mother audience. Uh, she- as a person that is a creator and the performer, I get really excited to tell people about the stuff that I'm doing. Because I think that even past making the podcast, researching it, recording it, da-da-da-da-da. I think the hardest part of having a podcast is telling people you got a podcast. Yeah. Like, that's the part that feels cringy a little bit, right? Like, every week being like, download, click my link, whatever, whatever. That's the part that just can can be really nerve-wracking. Like, I was actually talking to somebody recently. I was talking to somebody who is a very, very, very talented, uh, like, makeup artist, and she's into beauty and stuff like that. But she hates sort of putting herself on, and that is kind of, like, stopping her from being successful. Mm. She's like, I hate asking people for before and after pictures. I hate telling people that I have this. Like, I wish they would – I wish my – clients would just tell each other Hmm. word of mouth and word of mouth does work a lot of times, but you have to tell people what you do 
and you have to tell people what you do like on something like TikTok, on something like Instagram, if you want to spread the word, like how many of y'all right now see stuff that we do all the time? Like, and, and people wouldn't have seen that if we never would have just created that stuff. Yeah. I think, you know, someone asked like, how much time do you spend mar- like marketing yourself? And, oh, and who asked that? Like how much time a week? And it's really a daily, it's a daily oh, thing. Man. But here's the thing about marketing or advertising, whatever product you're creating is that not being overly like sales pitchy, not mm-hmm. over. So if we're marketing yeah. the podcast, I make sure that, Hey, I'm showing like, here's something funny that happened on the podcast. So even if you were to just watch that single clip, you would have laughed or giggled. That would have Mm -hmm. been my hope. And so you don't feel like you're being sold to. And then it's like, Hey, if you enjoyed this, you can, you know, listen to more. So I don't want to like, um, you know, go, you know, go out too much, like hitting them over the head. Right. And so, yeah, you don't want to uh, be playing basketball with this kid and be like, you listen to my podcast, right? Because yeah, that is annoying. But is. if somebody if I'm at a bar and somebody is talking to me about Octavia Butler, I'm not going to not tell them that, like, I talk about stuff like that on my podcast. Yeah. Like if it's if it's a fit. Yeah. If it's right. A fit. If it's a fit. If it's a fit. Um, I definitely think that. I would love to just hear in the chat right now, like if you're somebody who does something and, but you don't make the content for it, is it mostly, I'll give you two options. Do you think it's because you don't have time to make the content or do you think it's because you're nervous about how it's going to be perceived? So it's like, my issue is time. I got kids. I got a job. I'm busy. Or do you like, are you like, my issue is nerves. I'm nervous about trolls. I'm nervous about bullies. I would just love to see like where that disparity is because I think I think that was something when I first started making TikToks especially yeah Katie Lynn I'm right here with you when I first started making TikToks and she believed 89 I was TikTok and stuff like that and even Instagram now is great for exposure and visibility but But when it comes to bullying, trolling, yeah. I mean, it is the fucking wild, wild west. So that gets yeah. into sort of our final section of our show is the size, right? And Amber yeah. loves the size. Amber's a science. She sighs at me every day. And, you know, so what are some of the size of running a podcast? We have trolls. What were some of the size of this little podcast we just of this live show right now? Oh, nothing. I, Did I do okay? I am. Did I do good? Why do you ask me that? You know you did a great job. Thank he you. like a little kid at the end of the day. Did I do good? Did I do good? Can I get my lollipop? <laughs> yes, you can. Okay. You um, did good. But yeah, so trolls is a big one. Trolls are the worst. What's, what's another sigh for like running a podcast? Well, no, we're not going to skip over trolls so quick. I uh, See, this is the shit I'm talking about right here, y'all. Oh, shit, he's, he's kicking the camera. He's leaning back. <laughs> I am a professional black girl, so I'm going to, you know what, let me just, because I can tell when you tapped out, right? This is why I like to work alone. I have a pinched pinched nerve on my back. Let me tell y'all something. (coughs) Let me me cough at y'all, right? Thank God that this is virtual. Trolls and bullies. Why don't you go run the camera since you're sitting here? Since you're mentally tapped out, I'll talk to the people. <laughs> um, let's talk. Ben is a troll. I know that's right. <laughs> Refugee. 
<laughs> my number one troll in the world is Ben. So it's it's all uh, what is it downhill from there or uphill? I don't I don't, I don't know the turn of phrase. Um, the first time people come for your life, right? The first time people talk about how you look, call you fat. Be like, I can't even get past this video because her eyebrows look so bad. The first time that they hit you with that heat, it does hurt. I'm not even going to act like that stuff does not hurt me. But I slowly learned on TikTok that that is kind of just the territory. Like, you can be the most beautiful person in the world and somebody in the comments is going to drag you. So that was early on in TikTok. I was like, okay, for my mental health, let me just turn off the comments. Not not turn off them off, but turn off the notifications for the comments and stuff. Let me tell you what my second unlock was. And I'm sure I've told this story before. One time, I went to get my nails done at a salon. And I saw a woman... You know, sometimes the salon chairs are really close. So I was sitting right here getting my nails done. And I saw a woman right in front of me getting her nails done. (laughs) Now, the woman right in front of me getting her nails done had a 12-year-old son sitting next to her. You know, when you used to have to go to the nail salon with your mama and you have to sit there with her for her to get her nails done, blah, blah, blah. So I'm sitting here, the woman's sitting here, and so I... I see her 12-year-old son take her phone, and he's sitting there on TikTok. I can see this from my vantage point, the the way the chairs were set up. They were so close. I see this little boy scrolling through TikTok and commenting negative words on every video. So I saw him three or four times write, you a fat bitch, scroll. What a fat whore, scroll. Pig, you can't even dance. Scroll. Children, I saw, you got to love them. <laughs> I, I saw a 12-year-old child, God. maybe 11, doing that within an eye shot of me. God, and that was the fucker. day. It was very early. I, I'm actually glad I saw him do that. Mm. It was very early when I started doing TikTok. It was about two years ago. And I learned in that moment that I am never going to argue with anybody in the comments because it's just a 12 year old little boy sitting next to his mama while she gets her nails done like mentally in my brain yes it is hate speech jeremy but here's the thing it's a 12 year old boy sitting next to his mama so every time people are like being mean and being cruel now now sometimes i i don't think here you can get back in in the frame yeah thanks i don't think that People disagreeing with you is trolling. I actually do not think that. I think when you make a funny video and somebody's like, this isn't funny or I was triggered, I don't really care about that. But when people are just saying like, when I'm pregnant and people are like, why is she so fat? It's just like, this is a 12-year-old boy sitting yeah. next to his mama. So I, if you are somebody who wants to create content and you're afraid, you just have to like wrap your mind around the fact that like, I do not have time to address a 12-year-old little boy sitting next to yeah. his mama while she's getting her nails done. Like mm-hmm. because y'all have seen those creators, I love them. I follow them. Y'all have seen those creators who try to address every comment in their comment section. You're never going to win because there's so many people like if thousands of people follow you, 
People are going to troll you. And if you try to start addressing all of them, you've you have distracted people from your podcast. Yeah. You have distracted people from your content. Half of these pages are bots. Thank you. So it's really I don't know. If if you are somebody who has trolled somebody on the internet, type in the chat right now. I'm just kidding. Yeah. So so I can block you. And maybe some of them real. And maybe, maybe it's not a 12-year-old boy next to his mama. Maybe it's a 48-year-old man next to his yeah. mama. But I, I, we cannot waste time addressing these trolls because I will lose sight of the fact that, like, this podcast was created for black people to know that it's okay for them to be nerds. It's okay for them to like anime. And if I address this troll, I have lost and strayed away from the mission and goals. I am, okay, I, yes, I have been called a troll before. But in, in person, so when I troll you in person, it's you can respond to me, you know. Mm-hmm. So like troll in person, not on the internet, is sort of my my um, advice of being a troll. <laughs> troll not in you person. trying to draw the trolls out from underneath their bridges. Yeah, br- bring them out. Bring them. Who are they? I-, I would love to just take a mic on a stage when they be like, if you're somebody who trolls on the internet, raise your hand. Yeah, fucking nobody. So, so stop doing that. Shit. If you if you wouldn't say it right now, like get it off your chest right now yeah. or stop. Uh, oh, s- please t- drop your stories of trolls. We're gonna read these out oh, loud. You okay? Oh, fuck. you want to read it? I had a follower admit she was only following me to see me fail. Um, block so hard not to engage, but it never goes anywhere. Yeah, not admit to you. What's yeah, wrong with her? That's fucked up. Very. Like, I just want to follow you. To now, see can you I say this about myself since I love calling people out? There are a couple of pages that I follow of people that I know are a shit show. Yeah. Now, I do not comment. Now, I do not troll them. I'm, I'm going to tell y'all one right now. Andrew Caldwell. <laughs> I'm not sure if you know who that is. Um, Andrew Caldwell is the man that went viral for being at the front of the church saying, like, I am delivered. Um, I follow him. He is so entertaining. Is he a mm-hmm. shit show? Who am I to judge? He's funny. I mean, he does. He's comedic. And he's he does very it. entertaining. Please, please type right now who you follow. That's a shit show. I'm, I'm not rooting for him to fail, but sometimes he is so ridiculous and I disagree so heavily with what he is saying, but I can't unfollow him. I did eventually have to unfollow the shade room because I was like, this is a nightmare. This is, I can't believe people think like this in these comment sections. I had to, for my mental health, I was like, the shade room, I can't. But please type one person that you follow that is a shit show. You don't want them to fail, but you're not following them because they make sense. <laughs> you're following them because you're watching them fight for their lives on the internet week after week. I'm, I know. I TJ. Some, I bet some people I'm, follow us Andrew to see some. us fail. Oh, absolutely. It's like, I can't wait to see them get a divorce. I don't think people and follow us. And with that no, segue, no, wait. we I, have some news for you. <laughs> Stop playing with them. I don't think people follow us because they think we're going to get a divorce, but I think they do follow us to be like, wow, I thought my marriage was bad. Yeah, it can get worse. Wow, I thought my husband couldn't dress. Wow, I thought my husband had poor hygiene. I do think that people follow us thinking that. Yeah. Yeah, and when they say that, Wow, I thought my husband was white. Like People it's okay, do. It's okay to think that. I of have course. Some, I have some thoughts that I would never, ever want you to know, right? 
but I'm not going to write them on a comment or, you know, write them in a card to you. Wait, wait, what you talking about? I'm just saying sometimes you have these thoughts like, you know, like, man, I, I, I mean, okay. I have thoughts. Yeah, like someone someone writing to a creator and be like, I'm following you to hope you fail. Absolutely. But no, no, no. if I tell you, Amber, hey, you shouldn't do this thing because this might happen and then you proceed to do it, I might watch you to watch <laughs> you fail. <laughs> oh, I do that all the time. <laughs> I do that all the time. But also like this person, in, in this case of Rachel's case, this person was saying, hey, I hope you fail like in life as a whole. Like you just, you know, and... I'm talking about, like, in this specific case, like, oh, you dropped something that I said, you really need help getting this down because you're sh- short, and so you can't pick this up on your own. Oh, like on a shelf. On Got a it. shelf yeah, or yeah, something. Yeah. Yeah. So you'll watch me struggle to reach for something on the shelf yeah. just to hope, in, in hopes that it falls on top of the mother of your child. I'm saying I said I could help you with it, and then you, you're like, no, I got it. I'm like, are you sure? I, I think you should let me help you, and you still proceed to do it. I'm going to watch you do it. Oh, my gosh. And, and now that, now that everything is fine, I can share that one time. Um, I follow because Amber is hilarious and Ben is a great side chick. <laughs> I mean, you heard it here first, folks. Shekinah, oh, my goodness. She's funny. I, I, I introduced you later. One time, we can talk about this now because we're on the other side of the mountain. But one time, I was yelling at Ben about how you don't take the garbage out or something, something, something. It was the middle of winter. We were inside our house. And, I, and I'm sure y'all have seen those videos where I walk out to our patio in Chicago. And I see that even though I've been telling Ben to throw the trash out time and time again, it's all sitting in a pile on the patio. And now it's sitting in a pile and it's snow on it. So something was happening where I was like, Ben, like, I'm fucking pregnant. Like, you ain't taking the trash out. You just letting it sit. You just letting it pile up. Like, I'm, I'm going to take the shit out myself. And, and Ben was like, no, don't do that. I promise you I'm getting to that trash. I'm, uh, no, I was like, no, 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 you, uh, no. Nah, you, you don't care about this family. Like, I got this trash. And I picked that trash up and fell flat on my ass. And obviously, I'm crying hysterically because this is like the first time I ever fell pregnant. Yeah. And Ben was I, I did not want you that I would not look at you turn to red. So you so you're no 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 don't don't he's backpedaling your honor. So you're saying you liked to watch me fall pregnant. No, I'm saying no, I would not want that. Um, you just said the the example that you gave I, was like I like to watch you struggle to try to lift something up. That off. case could have been dangerous. The baby could have been hurt. That actually I was very scared when that happened. But look, <laughs> sorry, I'm sorry. <laughs> In the moment, I was scared, but looking back on it, you got what your ass deserved, which was to be flat on the floor. Wow. Pregnant. Well, I told you. You heard it here first. Okay, so I I have to do things in steps. (laughs) Yeah, you need a lot of steps. You know, I'm not not about to justify what I did. Um, Okay, let me just, just be honest with me. Just be honest with me. Were you like a little bit happy to see me fall? No, in this in this moment, no. But there are other times where you do something and you mess up, and I say, "Hey, you shouldn't have done that." And then I see you fail, and I and I I wanted <laughs> I'm happy you failed. I watch, and I actually watched you to see you fail because I saw the future. Yeah, you do that sometimes. Like I would record an audition at the house. And Ben will watch me finish the audition, watch me submit it, and he'll be like, why are you talking like that? Like, you're not going to get it. Or, like, you know, you'll, you'll comment after I don't submit the audition. I I'm think like, I would say something like that. Ben, 
you're not going to get it. That sounds awful. If I say that, I apologize. That's, well, you that's, imply. That's a, well, that's, that's what I'm hearing. That's, that's what mean. I'm hearing when you're that like, sounds, why did you do it like that? That sounds like toxic and fucking mean. Like if I do that, I'm, I apologize. That's you, not right. You, I think there's this like weird balance, right? Be, between, you know, saying someone like I'm, I'm following you to watch you fail and suck at life. Right. Like I don't want to ever do that. And, and, saying like hey you know I, well i told your motherfucking ass or you know i think that's a little bit different yeah yeah, yeah. i like, got you you yeah, know as opposed to like I, just cold or, or, failing or say or saying like you know you're not you're gonna suck or oh my god we're watching this tv show called the bear not created by a black creator and it's not science fiction so why am i bringing <laughs> it up here no, you're fine. but there are there's a scene in there where verbal intense verbal abuse right there's this weird line in american comedy of verbal abuse and like roasting, right? Mm-hmm. And, and you know, and roasting is a fairly unique American co- like comedic, um, I guess like uh, you know phenomenon in many ways, like the celebration of roasting. And but that line between abuse mm-hmm. and roasting is, is very thin. I think people sometimes don't recognize He's when we do that. Uh, going left again. Oh man. Artwork by Reese. It's a daily practice in our household. Okay, hold on. Pause. <clears throat> Y'all got to catch me up to speed because I, I'm not going to lie. I don't always know what's happening online because I create so much. Please share. Who is Gabby, Hannah, and who is Nick? <laughs> I mean, obviously, when I get off of this call, I'm going to, like, literally Google everything that's happening. But I see some people typing in the chat about... Gabby, Hannah, and Nick, and it's a shit show. Do you know anything about this? I don't know. Because, you know, I like to be in the know, but. Yeah, this this might get cut towards the end. It's 7.55. And on that being said. Wait, wait. You're not cutting me off. I got got two. We got some questions here. Oh, we do? Please don't. Do you get bad comments for being black woman, white man? Fat girl dollars. (laughs) My whole life I've had to fight. Um, I'm just kidding. I would say 98% of comments are incredible, supportive. They they get the jokes. They're funny. I would say 2% of the comments are very, very mean, and they're mostly mean towards me. Correct, Ben? Yeah, yeah. No, it's sort of a the phenomenon. Like, if you're, wh- if you're a white dude and you date a black woman, you're seen as, like, woke and you're seen as accepting. And you're if you're a black woman dating a white man, you're like, you're, you hate your race or, or something like that. Yeah, so I'm like, sell out. Why would he be with her? She's so controlling in me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, But, you know, he loves it. I I don't, I don't. Ben, you don't don't know how. Oh, sorry. I didn't see that. Um, So would you, uh, someone, uh, Namjoon Machula 2.0 asked, would you ever dye your hair any other color? Like a, like a pink? Would you do Who are they talking to? Maybe both of us. I've done pink and I'm, blonde. I haven't dyed my hair. This is my natural hair color. <laughs> oh, yes. Okay. <laughs> so that would be a no. Um, <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Um, I have dyed my hair blue. Uh, I've done pink before. I dyed your hair purple one time. Yeah. But mostly the blonde is here to stay. Yeah. Um, exact uh, Rachel, who was uh, um, asking, what do you record onto? I just record onto my computer. Um, and it, mm-hmm. we it's don't, going we, right now. Yeah, we don't really have the luxury, but like ideally, you're you should have a computer that's just for recording, and maybe like you have Microsoft Word on it. But again, like we 
that costs a lot of money and you want a, a computer to run really fast. So ideally you just want a computer to do all your recording onto, mm-hmm. um, but that's not always feasible. <laughs> not her lying with her root showing. Oh yeah. Aqua for shoddy, I have no clue what you're talking about. Uh, I also, I, I write on my actor's resume, a natural blonde, a natural blonde, but it's blonde. Keyword. I one time auditioned for legally blonde and they were like, I was like, what's the issue? I didn't get the role, so. Uh, yes. <laughs> I uh, auditioned as Brooke Wyndham when I had my, like, yoga body. Um, Maria D4471 says, are y'all using a camera outside of the camera on the computer? Uh, yeah, we do not use any camera on the computer. Mm-mm. We record everything outside. But this is sort of fairly new. And, again, we only did this um, once, like, we were able to, like, monetize after maybe like 80 episodes, we monetize a little bit from podcasting. And from that, we were able to like upgrade whatever material we had. But the little monetization we, we've gotten from podcasting has only made us like buy the things that we need. Mm-hmm. Um, True. So it's, no, like, we're, it's, it's not enough to it's like It's not a bankroll yet. No, 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 no. Uh, but we see the potential that it has and we enjoy doing it. Um, keep, keep, in our last three minutes here, I'll take any last minute uh, questions. What are we looking forward to most Chance, when we live in yeah, California? Chance Sweet said, what are y'all most looking forward to when living in California? You didn't hear me just read that? Mm. <clears throat> Sorry, go ahead. Yeah, what are you looking forward to the most? <laughs> Probably getting more uh, auditions, mm-hmm. you know, more opportunities. Yes, I want y'all to see me in the movies. I know I know everybody loves the family. I do a really good job editing things so that you fall in love with us. Yes, but that's you want to be an actor. But I do. Yes. I want to do more serious performing. Um fingers fingers crossed serious. we get our reality show. Maybe you'll just see me there because honestly, I mean I, I shine just being a natural bitch. And then and you and you are funny. Or a natural man. like you're, queen. Like you're you're, you're, you're not a you're not a bitch. You're a good um you know you play well as yeah. my duo. But like so, in the movies, definitely seeing you in the movies yes, would be awesome. Yes, I would like for y'all to see me outside of a phone screen because the hustle of creating like two TikToks a day gets a little bit rough. Um, we we use the Lumix camera and a Canon camera for yeah. those angles. If you uh, We have a YouTube podcast element as well. You'll see this yeah. on YouTube later. So we'll drop those. Uh, how did Ben and Amber meet? Uh, we met, I was wearing a green highlighter shirt, got off right off of the, uh, what is that stop over there? The, okay. The Wilson stop. Zoom out. We, we met on Tinder. Wils- Wilson red line stop. After, we met up. We met on Tinder. We yeah. met online. Okay. Again. I was Going drunk. I was just swiping. Everybody got swiped that night. And Ben? Ben was uh, looking for the love of his life. The, yeah. yeah. I and mean, now he's I had stuck. recently broken up with somebody, so I was sad. But. So it was hopping back on that thing. And I, oh, I had just gotten ghosted by a guy. So yeah. I was like. So we were both depressed and like looking for a good squeeze. Right. And so we went to the dog beach and literally hung out all day. You know how you go on a date with somebody and then it lasts all day? I did. Aquafashati said, they could see me on Broadway, period. Couple's question. How hard was it to transition from being a single hot girl, hot boy? Who was the hot boy? Kidding. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm a bitch. I love it. I'm um, sorry. Sorry. Fat girl Dallas. Let me finish your question. How hard was the transition from a single hot girl to a hot boy to a parent and a power couple? That hasn't happened yet. We're, <laughs> Not we're, yet. We're still transitioning. That transition is. Well, you know what? 
and maybe I'm speaking prematurely. I only have one four month old because Ben, you don't want any more kids, right? No, we're done. Yeah, Ben, I, I would like one maybe or two more, puppy. but Ben told me he doesn't want any more kids. Well, like, we'll talk about it right now with like finances and just life and moving it. Like I can't even think that far. Yeah, you, well, pretty much we. I, you get I, on I, the big screen, we can talk about having more kids. Okay, deal. I I said that to say we take Wiggles pretty much everywhere with us. So when we yeah. still want to have like grown and sexy nights where we go out, even if Ben is wearing basketball shorts to those, um, we just take her with us, and she's just sitting there in the restaurant. So this is going to be a little bit difficult when we become you know parents to a toddler or something. But um, she's running around. It wasn't that bad of a transition. Yeah. I think that. Ben, ben was looking though. for love and I was looking for somebody who wanted to date pretty seriously. Like I had, I had slept around, you know what I'm saying? I, I had my time in the sun yeah, with a lot of people. Yeah. I, a lot of nights. Sure. A lot of Ubers, <laughs> a lot of tears on the ride home that, that, after going to some boy's house at 2 a.m. So it wasn't that hard to transition into someone who really wanted to be by my side. Isn't that great? Um, you want to take one more question? Uh, yeah. Best thing about being awesome parents to Wiggles, this is asked by Phoebe. Um, best It's just reading to her. Like I get to read the things that I love and I get to re-experience them again with her. So like reading her comics and like seeing her look at the pages and the colors of the pages and knowing that's going to continue to happen, the more she's able to process. I'm like very, very excited for this. So um, basically the things we love to do, we like to do at Wiggles. So I like singing to her. She can't talk yet. I mean, when she, she, when she She talks back to me or actually sings a word, I will probably yeah. sob. Yeah. I don't know if that's just some new parent energy. Please, if you have a child, the first time they spoke, do you just sob hysterically? I, I, I cannot even fathom her speaking. Like, yeah. I will have a full out-of-body experience if that happens. But I, like Ben loves reading to her, and I love fully belting to her because she doesn't care how loud I am, and she smiles yeah. every single time. And with Back. that being said, because you've been trying to wrap me up for the last 20 minutes— with that being said, Ben, why don't you warp up the show? All right, y'all. So in conclusion, uh, we've been discussing podcasting. And if you have questions or comments, you can always write us a review. We read all those reviews on Apple Podcasts. Uh, you can join our Patreon. You can uh, comment on the Sci-Fi Sci uh, podcast on the Instagram and y'all and have a great night if you watch the vmas if you're into that enjoy the vmas and we'll see y'all later wait let me just do the outro thank you so much for listening to another episode of the sci-fi side podcast what are we doing next week we will be watching the movie bones y'all remember the one with snoop dogg in it jimmy bones ben has not seen that he used to be he used to play on uh bet all the time on like sundays so we're gonna watch the movie bones so if you haven't seen it in a couple of years go back and watch that black director ernest dickerson Yes, you got it. Let me look at my notes. I did. Okay. So that is directed by a black man and it is horror and fantasy. We love to see it. So be sure to watch Bones and we will see y'all next week for the show. Bye, y'all. Bye, y'all. Stop the recording. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.